0: What's up, fam? And today we're going to be going over the top five exercises for type 2 diabetics. You know what? Let's get down with the boogie. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world forever so if no one's ever told you let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms and don't ever let anyone take that from you now if you ask someone stuff in the past they tell you what we're doing is impossible yet it's happening every single day all because we chose life over type 2 and these are our stories Now on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives, in the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that i have so if you haven't already go ahead and like subscribe share this information and let's get on with the show hey it's davis are you a type 2 diabetic have you ever gone from like diet to diet you know with like these different ups and downs and in the end you just wanted the freedom to be yourself right or maybe you're like me where you've you know gone online and you watch all these other people like facebook groups or on the internet or whatever completely turn a page turn their lives around and you're like wondering like Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type two diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like, how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever, and I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days you want to know something awesome you know it's raining while i'm making this and it's really kind of like one of those things where it goes from super sunny to dark and i don't know what it is but it's always like you know you walk outside there's the rain everything's nice and fresh everything is clean but at the same time it's kind of mopey and kind of dark you know what i mean and it's funny because it kind of reminds me of this whole you know, up and down thing that we have with type two diabetes. And the funny thing is, is that inside of that, you know, there's just so much beauty is weird as it sounds, you know, like by embracing that dark part of which we're going to get really kind of like into tomorrow. Cause I really think that, uh, or next in the next episode, because I really think for a lot of us, what nobody really ever tells us is like, that's where a lot of the secret sauce is, you know, that's where we get empowered by looking at things that, A lot of times we used to run from, you know, um, and I don't want to get too, too into it, but let me just give you a little bit of a small taste. Okay. Here's the deal. I have this friend and because he probably listens to this, I'm going to not call him by name. And let's say his name is Frank. Okay. So my buddy Frank had these issues with his like relationships. Okay. And he would always get into these relationships that I'm sure you can probably imagine just by the way that I'm saying it, they wouldn't necessarily last all that long. They looked fun in the very beginning, but then, man, somewhere in there, things went sideways, and it ended up being this pattern, you know? And you're like, Frank, like, dude, what are you doing, dude? And then you would see this pattern play out over and over and over. And it was weird because you're like, dude, Come on, change it around. And then what's weird about that is that as type two diabetics, when it comes to the dark part, um, you know, we kind of like there's always this time and this part where we kind of almost run from it. Where the truth of the matter is, is like if we actually just kind of like stopped, embraced it, peeled back the layers of the onion, give it some oxygen, give it a little plate, like a little bit of space to breathe and actually like made peace with it it becomes like this huge driving force. It's weird. Like I, uh, I talk to people every day and one of the things that I always talk, so I'm, I'm, I'm married or whatever, and I'm, I'm coming up on uh 20 year or actually 19 years uh, marriage here. And um, my wife and I, we've, I love my wife. She's my best friend. Right. And so whenever I see couples that are happy after like 50, you know, 40, 50, 60 years, even of marriage, I always got to ask them. I'm like, dude, like what's your secret? And it's real simple. You know what they tell me? Stuff like, keep it all out in the open. Communicate a lot. Okay? Like, there's no secrets. Put it all out there. Right? Um, Don't ever forget that you're in it together. Don't ever forget, like, that's your best friend. And I'm like, it's so simple. It's so true and so profound. And we're going to get all up in that juju because, man... um, I hope it serves you well. And when I look back and when I look at the other people that I've talked to and people that I deal with on a day-to-day basis, all this other good juju, you can't help but deny or you can't deny the fact that, man, it's just, uh, it's helped so many. And I'd I'd love to give that and put that in your hands in the hopes that it really kind of inspires you, uh, puts a little bit of warmth in the belly, a little warmth in the heart, a little bit of love um, on the mind. And that'll be in the next episode. However, I digress for today, we are going to be going over the top five exercises that can literally just change everything night and day round for you and for all type two diabetics in general. So let's get down with the boogie, starting with number one, which is this fancy thing called LISS, LISS, L-I-S-S. Feel free to look it up. It is low intensity, steady state cardio. Okay. This is my absolute favorite. Um, because it's probably the most underrated exercise ever, which is walking. You know what I mean? Walking. Who knew that walking could absolutely change our life? You know, what's weird about that is that you might be thinking to yourself like, yeah, right. D. Okay. Here, let me give you a challenge. Give you a challenge. Okay. Here we goes. You ready? You ready? Go ahead and tip yourself. Regardless of what you eat, high blood sugar, red whatever blood sugar, no worries. Okay. No judgment. No nothing. Right. It's literally just our body saying, Hey, here's where I'm at right now. Okay, kind of like uh, checking the temperature on our kids when they have a flu, or checking the gas gauge before we jump in the car and drive to work. Okay, no judgment, right? Okay, go ahead and tip yourself whenever before you take a walk, and then go ahead and go for a walk. Okay, take it at your own pace. Okay, if you want to go super slow motion, cool. Go super slow motion. If you want to do a little power walk action, throw a little arms up, throw a little hip action in there. Okay. Let's go back to the eighties or whatever. Even you can even throw a headband on. Okay. Do that for like five, 10, 15, 20 minutes max. All right. doesn't have to be crazy. Okay. And then simply tip ourselves and watch what happens to the blood sugar. Okay. Watch what happens, dude. It's crazy. Okay, super super crazy. And I think that's awesome because uh you know, more than anything, when we actually like understand that and like make peace with that part of ourselves and actually like look at it for what it is, it's like, "Hey, wait a minute here." Like it allows us to make peace with that weird goofy emotional part one. And then two, it's like, "Hey, man, really I can like do all that with just like a like a 5-minute walk?" Really? You know what I mean? And so I say that because for the longest time I used to like get all crazy when I would have like so I have this thing called the dawn's effect. You might have it too where in the morning, we get these unwell. Uncont- what I used to think is uncontrolled blood sugar spikes, and I'll probably have a episode here um, showing how I easily crush those things. No worries. But anyways, I used to have this thing where I would like test myself, and I would get the spike in the morning, and I'm like, ah, you know what I mean? I used to drive myself crazy, and then I would like one day, goofball me, I would go for like a walk, and I would tip myself and see how it would happen. To my numbers, and I was like, hey, this would drive my blood sugar down by like 40 points. And then ironically, like my blood sugar would jump anywhere sometimes in the morning, depending on what I ate the the night before anywhere from like 20 to like, you know, 80 and sometimes even more or whatever. But a lot of times it'd be somewhere in the middle, like somewhere between maybe like 40 or 60 points. And I'm not the brightest guy in the world, but I was like, you know, what if I put two and two together? Right. So what if I had this, like, you know, crazy spike in the morning and I just went for like a five minute walk and then it kind of evened itself out. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, really? Like it was that simple. Okay. Okay. Lists low intensity steady state cardio starts with everything from walking. Okay. One of the more inspiring things that uh really kind of like fires me up, is which is really cool, is that um I haven't been on uh, social media in forever because I'm super, super busy right now, but um you know, were these uh these uh people going to pool classes. You know, they would be at like a community pool, like a YMCA or something like that. And they have like these free, you know, senior pool classes or, or even just like, uh, my brother-in-law, um, uh, has a fit, uh, local, um, a, uh, fitness membership, a gym membership, and he would go to their pool classes, you know? And the cool thing is super light on the joints. Okay. Super light on the joints real nice, real easy. The beautiful thing about that also is that you're moving the entire body. So instead of just, you know, moving like, you know, like, let's say you're like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that, or you see those old videos where they're just like doing dumbbell curls, right? Like the old school meathead, you know, just dumbbell curls. And like, they're only moving one muscle, right? By doing something like a pool class, they're articulating everything from their arms their shoulders their backs their legs and it's not really all that strenuous you know what i'm saying it's not like they have like a hundred pound barbell on their on their shoulders or something no they just got these little things in the water sometimes they got these little things with their hands and sometimes they're not they're just walking around and like you know moving their arms around the beautiful thing about that is here's the secret that nobody really ever talks about okay when we move multiple parts of our body the glycogen Okay. The AKA the sugar stores, the fuel cell, you know what I mean? Like the, the, uh, the sugar, uh, the, the storage, if you will, those, the glycogen stores in the muscle cells, they get burned up and it's not just one muscle. It's dang near the entire body. OK, um, a couple of really cool notes about anything pool related, um, whether you go to a community pool, uh, you know, whether you go to the beach, um, you know, go you, you go to because I don't have a pool and the gym that I, I go to doesn't have a pool. And so I'll go to like my mother in law's, uh, you know, their condo association. And sometimes the kids and I'll jump in the pool. OK, no big deal. Um, if and whenever I can love going to the beach. Right. The beautiful thing about that is that feel free to look up the work of a NASA scientist. Gosh, I forgot the gentleman's name. Uh, but feel free to look him up. Um, gosh, I forgot his name. Here's here's what you want to look up. Okay, you want to look up uh, Michael Phelps, the four hour body, and water, cold water, um, or water exposure. Okay, and basically, long story short, here's what happened. You know how, like, we've all kind of heard back in the day, like, Michael Phelps eats like you know twelve thousand calories in a day or whatever. You know what I mean? You're like, dang, like, how does that guy look shredded, and he eats that many calories, right? And then, ironically, it the light bulb went off for this one, um, you know, NASA scientist. I forgot his name, um, and he was like, dude, it doesn't make any sense because when you become an athlete, your body becomes more efficient. With fuel, right? It's not like you take an old, like, like, like me, for example, when I was morbidly obese, well, over 300 pounds and you know, smoking cigarettes and stuff like that. If you haven't seen my videos where um, I actually show you my heart graphs, where I took a heart rate monitor and graphed my heart and showed you like how many calories I burned, especially when I was obese. When I was obese, I would do a little bit of work and burn a lot of calories. Okay. Like a lot, you know, probably because I had a lot to burn right? Obviously. However, when we don't have a lot to burn, our bodies become efficient. And so this long story short, this, uh, this NASA scientist was like, dude, how does this guy do that? What he found is that the body, when it goes to burn calories, key word there, or key words, burn calories, it means that our body temperature is typically coming up, right? which is why we sweat, which is why we all that other stuff, right? However, with water, that water around the body is constantly drawing the heat away from the body. And what he found is that like it positions the body to work harder without us trying harder and it burns all these excess calories without all that much extra work. Because he was figuring out, he goes, dude. Mathematically, it doesn't make any sense. If you have, you know, somebody with, you know, X amount of, you know, muscle mass and their caloric, you know, their their BMR, their basal metabolic rate, or you know, their caloric expenditure, you know, plus their, uh, you know, uh, to their frame, if you will, somebody carrying that much muscle, being athletic or whatever, it just doesn't make any sense to eat that many calories. And he's like, man, how does it working? Water exposure. And um, there's actually a lot of uh, science to that, um, of which we won't get into. However, just some really cool stuff if you want to get into that. Okay. Another really cool thing with LIS, low intensity, steady state, normally it's cardio. Okay. Another really cool uh, version of that would be um, like yoga. Okay. This is going to sound really weird coming from a dude, but I'm telling you right now, Yoga is some secret sauce. Okay. Secret, secret sauce. Just because um, I'll tell you right now in any sort of exercise, one of the key things is range of motion. Right. Having our bodies being very comfortable moving around. Does it have to be all crazy dynamic, you know, 9,000 pounds on your shoulders? No. No. Of course not. No, 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 no. Right. However, can it apply there? Absolutely. When we loosen the joints, when we grease the bearings, right, when we give ourselves that wide range of motion, okay, number one, it just helps in our dexterity and our posture and our form and just our overall movement. As a whole, like who wants to be stiff as a board? Like probably nobody, right? Inside of that, when it comes to everything from, uh, you know, me playing with my kids, uh, you know, jumping around and, you know, being a kid again and all this other stuff, I'd be lying through my teeth if I didn't admit that a lot of that comes because I take some time and sometimes I just like stretching. And sometimes I'll just watch these little nerdy yoga videos and I'll literally just pull some of the exercises from there just to kind of like, you know, do everything from open my hips to, you know, open my back, my shoulders fix. Actually, I tore both my shoulders. So I use a lot of these stretches to help me rehab myself. Okay. If I was stretching in the beginning, okay. And wasn't trying to take things for granted, I wouldn't have tore my shoulders. Let me put it that way. It's very, uh, very, very preventative in us hurting ourselves. And at the same time, I don't care if it's a Zumba class. I don't care if it's a kickboxing class where you're doing a roundhouse kick to the head. I don't care if it is a, a CrossFit class where you're squatting and you're you're going all the way down. You're not one of these <laughs> one of these dudes in the gym doing like the six inches. <laughs> and you're like, dude, come on, bro, really? Like that's not come on. You know what I mean? And it's funny because you see, like, a, uh, there's this older, um, uh, lady, um, at the gym that I go to, and she has really good form all the way to the ground, all the way up. It's not a million pounds. However, her form, her, you know, range of motion, her power at the bottom is more than the dudes. And she's like a half, their, she's like half their size. Okay. So yoga, range of motion just greasing the wheels, stretching, right? Priceless. Okay. Now that's number two or that's number one, rather. Number two is going to be good old fashioned resistance training. And there's a lot of different versions of this. Okay. Um, one of the easiest is going to be something like bands, you know, those good old rubber bands that you can like, you know, attach to the door, step on it. Right. And you know, push the push the rubber bands over your head there are so many different variations that don't have to be all that strenuous that allow you to take it at your own pace the beautiful thing about that is that that would be like you know uh beginner intermediate okay because i say intermediate because man if you've seen some of these teachers who go from beginner to intermediate the beautiful thing about these bands are there's so much variation out there there really is you know, um, all the way into the point where I I just, my son and I were at the gym just the other day, literally yesterday. And this guy who's like completely shredded takes these light bands, he straps the barbell and he puts weights on the floor and we're like, what are you doing, sir? And he's like, yeah, he goes, what's funny is, is that it looks really light, but at the very, he goes, it's the opposite of, um, you know, your normal bench press because Instead of having all that pressure at the bottom, now all the pressure is at the top. And I'm like, he goes, yeah. He goes, it's really, really simple. And he goes, you can basically do it with any, you know, um, any weight band and then you can progressively work your way up. And the next thing you know, instead of being strong in one place and weak in another, you can even it out. And you can do it like, you know, no problem, like, you know, just take it all at your own pace. So whether you're doing it with a light bar, because this guy's, dude, this guy looks, you know, this guy's a, like shredded, you know what I mean? And he's looking at my son and I, and obviously we're not, you know? And so he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, no big deal. You know, um, he was, don't let it all, you know, look scary or whatever. He was, look at the, body, look at the band. And the, he was using light bands. And I'm like, oh, high five, dude. Thank you. You know, um, inside of that, you can go ahead and use machines. Okay, machines, machines. And then, you know, hey, if you want to get all sexy, spicy, go ahead and use, you know, barbells and dumbbells and uh, kettlebells. And um, there's a lot of really good toys and resources out there. The beautiful thing about that, too, is that um, inside of that, there's a lot of different ways to exhaust and burn out a lot of blood sugar. Okay, the cool thing is, is that you don't have to go Arnold Schwarzenegger with it. All right. Um, Here's a perfect example. Okay. You can go really light and to get your muscle memory in, to, to take your time, to practice on form and stuff like that. You can do very light weights and do a high amount of reps. Okay. That way there's no stress. There's no strain. It's easy on the joints. You're also building that range of motion. You're also building muscle memory. Okay. Feel free. Whenever you're bored, if you're listening to this, go ahead and look up some of these like weightlifting grandmas. Okay. There's, I'll give you a uh, name of one of them. Beast mode grandma. She's on Facebook. Okay. There's these other like ladies who don't go on social media, but you'll see their pictures where their trainer took pictures of them. And they're like literally like grandma's doing all these crazy deadlifts. And you're like, dude, how are they doing this? Right. Um, The reason why is because you're like, even if you look at them, or even if you look at some of these. Uh, younger athletes who w- lift weights in these like lightweight divisions they look like toothpicks and they're like flexing this crazy weight and you're like dude how do you do that you know what i mean um the secret is this thing called a motor engram fancy words for muscle memory right so if you've ever seen like karate kid where uh you know the original one with like ralph macchio and he has him like, you know painting the house and washing the cars and doing all this other stuff takes some in the backyard and the next thing you know daniel's about to leave because he's all ticked off and then um mr miyagi throws everything but the kitchen sink at him and all of a sudden before he knows it danielson just starts whipping out all these you know karate moves out of nowhere he doesn't know where they came from right it's muscle memory and essentially what they're doing when they do these light reps or lightweight high reps is they're training their nervous system and they're syncing it with their the muscles in their body Okay, much like if you ever uh, if you've ever had a dog or if you ever seen had a friend with a dog and the dog runs the same path in the yard and that path in the yard has like a bald spot. Right. Same exact thing. So then that way, by the time they start to put a little more muscle, a little more load on that muscle, it's been trained and ingrained to fire in a particular direction and a fire in a particular way. Because they've just basically embedded that form just over and over and over. The secret there is that you don't have to, you don't start. Absolutely do not start with a trillion pounds. Start very, very light. Um, one of my favorite places, if you want to actually kind of see this type, type of stuff in action, um, is one of the weirdest places you probably wouldn't expect to see it. Um, but it's in some of these beautiful places, These some of these CrossFit gyms. You know, um, I think it was like my 600 pound life or something like that, where these people are just like morbidly crazy obese, like 600 pounds. And I think some of them, you know, will go to like a CrossFit center. It's weird because some of these people, some of these places look very intimidating. However, when you look at the stories that they share with everybody with, you know, physical disabilities, older folks, morbidly obese folks, they're very open-armed and they even have these classes where they take people with, you know, plastic tubes, a plastic pipe, and they go through these ranges of motion. That way, you know, if you're holding a pipe that's less than like a pound, you know what I mean? It allows you to take things at your own pace, open up those muscle groups, you know, get real nice and comfortable, take things at your own pace, and then before you know it, you've built those motor engrams, and before you know it, you'll be one of those folks. Ba-ching! Okay? Resistance training. It also exhausts the uh, glycogen stores, also increases... Our insulin sensitivity. High five. Which leaves us now to number three. Number three is high intensity interval training. The beautiful thing about high intensity interval training is that it doesn't necessarily have to be all that high intensity to begin with. All right. Um, So if you've ever seen, um, you know, please check out my YouTube video on that. I literally share with you how I took walking and applied it and walked to a timer. Okay. 20 seconds on 10 seconds off and slowly slowly turned up the speed. Okay. Walking became power, walking became a light jog, became jogging, became running. And that became, you know, just really easy moves. Things like butt kickers, right. Knee lifts, just kind of like, you know, good old marching in place and lifting your leg up. Right. Um, that, you know, obviously led to me, um, going to a park on my lunch breaks and just doing little exercises for 30 minutes in the park. You know, that led me to going to the gym, You know, and the next thing you know, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, when you realize it's just a time thing, you can apply that to everything we just talked about, right? So, perfect example if you've ever seen any of my things on YouTube, I will walk to a timer, I will, you know, do everything from lift weights to a timer. I'll throw a medicine ball around with a timer. I'll do uh, jumping exercises with a timer. I'll step up to a rack and then, you know, lift weights to a timer. I will hit a heavy bag and then do, you know, box jumps and do burpees and do all this weird stuff. All of that started with walking to a timer. Okay. Cause I started all this stuff when I was mortally obese. And I say that to you because man, like if somebody ever tries to hold it over your head, like, Oh, you got to go like a million miles an hour, Rocky four on day one. No, dude, <laughs> no. That's usually how a lot of us, at least I know me would not only hurt myself. I'd be sore for like two to three weeks. I would a lot of times, I've just been a few times I've hurt myself Um, I would demoralize myself and then beat up and then I'd pay for this crazy gym membership and I wouldn't go. And then just all these weird patterns over and over and over. Well, by just going small and making it a routine and like taking things at my own pace, that was the game changer. And that I did all of that with a timer. Okay. High intensity interval training. You can um, literally just apply that to anything from, um, again, um, you know, uh, walking, jogging, swimming, just basically doing things to a timer and then turning up the intensity as you like. The secret there more than anything I'll tell you right now is the 80 to 80 percent rule, meaning that you want to roll. You want to get up to about 80 percent of your capacity and you'll feel comfortable. Like basically, here's how you know that you did it number one your blood's going you feel real nice and positive at the same time the next day you won't be sore you're not hurting because you just went right under that bar you know what i mean you went right under. if you went over the bar no worries and you're still like oh happy and excited no worries okay take it easier the next day no biggie all right um if anything do the same exercises at a much lighter weight to rebuild those motor engrams right um, and really kind of like tighten up that nervous system so if the if the muscles are nice and sore or you know like um, you know just kind of like sore a little bit very lightly it also helps kind of work out the lactic acid you know go through that um, not only stretch the muscle but then obviously work it very light very easy same patterns and then that way you're really just kind of like slowly working in the nervous system as well. Fancy nerds words. If you want to know what they are is CNS. Okay. Central nervous system. So if you ever talk to whether it's like a coach or like a meathead, or even just a science nerd who turned out all their turned all their, you know, nerdiness into fitness and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, CNS. Okay. Don't get caught up by the hype. Okay. (laughs) Central nervous system. Okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. Okay. Here we go. And number four is the real secret sauce. Start with something you like, okay? This could be uh, a Zumba class. This could be working in the garden, okay? This could be walking the dog. This could be, you know, literally going out, uh, dragging your loved one out of the house and just going for a walk and talking to them about their day or just listening to everything they have to say, okay? Um, My son and I do this all the time still to this day, um, a lot of times, one of the positive things that I do to encourage him in this journey is, Hey kid, what do you want to do? And we just play follow the leader and he's a leader and I'm just there, you know, not just as like his dad or his workout partner or training, training friend or whatever, but really just, you know, cause I love him and it's really that easy. And by the time I focus on that, it doesn't dang near matter what we're doing. Like. You know, it's, it's not really all that much work right at that point. That's also another thing is when we start and we focus on something that we already love, um, there are times, and this was really apparent. If you really want to see like just how effective this is, um, it's called the polar H seven. Okay. If you want to be able to smash any workout regimen or whatever, and really just like excel, with very little work and in a way that like just cuts the crap and makes it way easier on you and shortcuts the entire process. Here's what it is. I'll tell you right now. Okay. Feel free to buy the Polar H7 heart graph. It's like 47 bucks, like 50 bucks. Okay. And I'll put this one trick against anybody who ever starts a gym membership on July or January 1st. Okay. Here's what it is. Put the heart rate monitor on. And play with different exercises. Identify the ones that you like. And then next thing you know. Here's what you'll see happening. If you look at your heart graphs. For the workouts that you hate. Versus the ones that you love. A lot of times. What you're going to end up finding out. If you just keep playing with different exercises. Is that there was going to be some exercises out there. That because you're so tied up. And having fun. That you're burning Crazy calories. Your heart rate goes up, and it's building your cardiovascular system, and you're you're pumping oxygen in the blood, and that oxygen in the blood hits the brain, and it changes the way that you feel. The next thing you know, like everything feels great, and you're like laughing, you're you're having a good time, and you're stoked on life, and then you look down at the graph, and you're like, Whoa, that's that many calories. This dawned on my son and I, and I'm not some weird guy. I literally just, we've stumbled upon this. My son and I, because at the gym, a few years back, they bought this big jungle gym thing. And, you know, I'm just like a big kid. And I'm like, hey, let's just play with stuff and, you know, whatever, right? They just bought this big fancy thing in and let's just play around with it and see what it does, okay? Next thing you know, we're playing. We start to find our little groove. And the more that they have on this whole contraption, the more that we're playing... And the next thing you know, we looked down at the graph and there's some of these parts of the graph that are way higher than others. And when I looked at my son, I'm like, dude, did you notice a difference? And he's like, no, I'm like, me neither. You know what I mean? And then by the time we actually looked down and we were like, okay, wait, what exercises were we doing to this part of the graph? And then by the time we looked back, we were like, huh? You know, like, really? Like that was the exercise, you know, like. Like, for example, they had this thing where it's a rope and you pull on it. And the more that you pull on it, it gets harder. Right. And so we would stand under this rope and we'd be like yanking it, like racing, like we're going up the hill and all this other stuff. Okay. We had that. And then next to it, we had this, uh, this medicine ball thing where we basically just kind of like toss it against a, uh, against like a trampoline. Okay. Nothing crazy. Okay. I mean, now it's a little more, you know, intense or whatever, uh, but obviously that's just because we played with it for a while. Right. But in the very beginning, we're just tossing, um, you know, this little ball against a little trampoline and catching it. Right. <laughs> like, right. Almost like something you would see when you buy one of those Fisher price toys for kids. You know what I'm saying? Those little PlayStations that you would buy for kids, not PlayStation electronics, but like, you know, what we used to all see is like kids or even, you know, for our little cousins or whatever, growing up like two, three, four, five year olds. Right. And we're like, yeah, let's play with that. We were doing that. And just having fun with that versus like trying to race up a rope. And like the harder we would pull, the more, the the more strenuous it would get. And just to find out like the medicine ball thing crushed us working way harder. And the medicine ball thing was like way more fun. Okay. Start with stuff that you already like. Number five is mix it up. Um, Really, really just have fun and play and play and play and play and play. Okay, the real secret. Okay, actually, here look, number five, mix it up. I'm gonna give you some bonus stuff. Okay, the real secret is when you play, 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 and you start to fall in love with different things. Okay, it's kind of like going to a buffet. And you're like, man, like this is awesome, right? Like, or going to your favorite restaurant. You're like, man, I really love this thing. Before you know it, you're gonna find all this stuff that you like. That's serving your purpose that allows you to just get in there and have fun. And then by the time you get up and do it, it's not like, oh, I got to do this goofy workout again. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, there are times where, depending on where you're at in that journey, where we grow from that. Okay. So let me show you two sides of that coin. Okay. So depending on where you are, what we really want to do same way, just like with food. If you haven't already noticed, right. We start with food, things that we already like that work well with our purpose. And we use that to build an easy foundation to stand on, right? So for example, if somebody was to tell me on the food side, Davis, you got to control your A1C, but you can't eat diet food. And I'm like, well, what if I just want to eat out? And I'm like, all right, cool. If you haven't listened to any of those episodes, no problem. Give me, you know, take me to a burger place, a Chinese food place, or even a Mexican food place. Okay, If you want to see how I easily do that and how you can easily reverse engineer the, si- the you know, the, the all that other stuff and flip it on its head with very little work, go ahead and check out all the previous episodes. It's all up in there. Okay. Same thing with the exercise. All right, cool. Let me build an easy foundation of things that I already love and then expand on it. Right. Expand on it. So there's going to be times where we're really good somewhere and then we're, you know, maybe not so good somewhere else. So the beautiful thing about starting with things that we already love is that it's an easy way to build momentum. It's an easy way to build foundation. It's an easy way to build routine. I mean, yeah, just get up and do something you love. all right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it completely takes what, the way that we used to feel a lot of times about, you know, negative feelings about exercise or whatever, even like food. And it flips it on its head, you know, it's like for a perfect example, Davis, you got to control your blood sugar, but you can't eat diety stuff. All right, cool, man. You make protein style cheeseburger. Okay. Like who, who's really got to sell me hard on eating a cheeseburger. Okay. Um, as I'm recording this, I literally am in the middle of putting together a YouTube video sharing how I'm human too. I slipped. It was my daughter's birthday. I ate sideways. How do I get right back on the horse? How did I get right back on the horse? Simple. I started eating with foods that I already love that work extremely well with my blood sugar. Okay. Um, my dad made us some brisket. Do you really got to sell me hard on eating some good old fashioned barbecue? Probably not easy way to get right back on the horse, drive the blood sugar down. And then I can ease my way back into, you know, getting all healthy, nerdy salads and, you know, greens and all that other stuff. But if you, if you're anything like me and it's like, you know, every time you fall off you almost feel like you got to like, you know, climb a cliff just to get back to where you were. That one question, starting with food, things that you already like that serve your purpose. Just like that. Okay. Flip the whole thing on its head. Okay. Okay. Now, when it comes to expanding that, it now gives us a way to grow in ways that we've never seen before. This is just like some bonus love. Okay. So let's say we get out and we start and we have like a perfect example. I love intervals. Like intervals are just my thing right now. And probably for a while now, however, I'd be lying through my teeth. If my, if I didn't admit like my body is starting to plateau. Okay. And in the past, I actually, uh, like I said earlier, because I took things for granted, I thought I was way too cool for school at one time a few years back. um, I tore both my shoulders and they never really worked the same since my right arm is okay. But man, my left is jacked for years now. Okay. Um, and so I can't really do a lot of the exercises that I'm really slowly rehabbing myself back in. Okay. And so that is where I'm extremely weak. All right. Extremely weak. And the cool thing is, is okay, cool, let me go ahead and focus on where I'm crushing and let me start to slowly ingrain and start to Im- embed and work on places where I know that I'm weak, places that I might not enjoy right now. However, I understand deep inside, it plays a bigger role in a much bigger picture. Now, is it like taking me by the back of the neck and grabbing me and saying, Davis, you need to do this now? And, not at all. Not at all. In fact, it's a lot like us, the same way that our kids may have, uh, you know, went from a lukewarm shower to a hot shower, right? Slowly tempering our way in. Okay. Um, And really the other secret beyond all of this stuff, okay, is the routine, is getting the reps in. The reason why it's really all about making things as simplistic as possible I don't care if it's a diet plan. I don't care if it's a workout plan. I don't care what it is. If and when we look at everyone doing complex diets or complex workouts or whatever, if we take somebody on day one and throw them zero to a hundred, one of two things typically happen, actually three things. Okay. Number one, a lot of people will end up getting burned out real fast because it's just too much to take on right? Whether it's eating a particular way or exercising a particular way. Okay. Or number two, okay, there's actually three, right? Or number two, which is a portion of which will stick to it and they'll force themselves onto it. And they are going to get phenomenal results. However, because they never really had a way to bridge the gap from where they were to going zero to 100 They're going to hit a place where it's like, um, all right, well, I just kind of like want to be myself, but I don't want to rely on this thing a hundred percent. And I don't know any other way. And then they fall off and they gain it all back. I mean, we've all seen that one, right? Uh, The gym industry and the health industry, they profit off a lot of us come January, right? The diet industry, they look at us like a number. Right? Like they dang near don't even care if we fail. Because if we fail on the XYZ diet, well, guess what? We're probably gonna be primed for the one, two, three diet. Right? Like, who hasn't tried that before? I've tried that more times than I've ever liked to admit. Right? And then number three, there's a very small percentage that flip that switch. And if you're like, hey, you are now gonna eat the same way, the same thing, every single meal, every single day for the rest of your life. Or, the, you know, you're going to exercise the same way, the same thing every single day for the rest of your life. That They're like, all right. Very small percentage. In fact, when we stretch that out 5, 10, 15, 20 years, and we understand that, like, our bodies change over time, right? Like, I don't know. I'm not 20 anymore, right? Um, for example, like, I don't, I I'm not really a party party guy, but sure, when I was in my college years, sure, I had a few, you know. Um, does that mean that I can drink like I was when I was 20 again, not even close. Okay. If I like, I buy the closest thing I've ever get to anything like that now, cause I don't drink or anything like that. I'll buy my mom, you know, my mother-in-law like bottles of wine every so often. And if I sniff the cork, I'm like two sheets to the wind. Okay. Why? Cause our bodies change. Okay. And so even if we try to force ourselves to play, play that game, it's unfair to a lot of us. Especially when we know that like, yeah, our body's going to change. And if the rules or the exercise don't change, it's usually just a glass ceiling or a setup for failure. Okay. Not only that, when we look at the odds of long-term, long-term stick, 5, 10, 15, 20 plus years, those numbers drop like a rock. And it's like, hey, man, do we really want to bet our lives on that? Probably not. I'm not trying to come across negative. What I really want to do is call it out. Because I sincerely believe for type two diabetics, nobody has the right to BSS. And when we understand that, and that we understand that is a it's a continual growth thing, and that it's really a an honest way of looking at ourselves in the mirror and giving ourselves a voice in the way that nobody's ever given us a, a voice before, it becomes far more empowering than anything. That, my beloved friend, is the secrets. To exercising. So, my heart's with you. Absolutely crush. If you like this, if it served any purpose with you, please feel free to share it with someone because at the end of the day, this isn't about me. This isn't about anything weird. This isn't about the XYZ diet or anything stupid like that. This is really about all of us coming together and playing a role in lifting each other up and helping each other out because I sincerely believe the faster that we lift each other up and help each other out, the faster. We're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families and the faster we're saving families, the faster we change the world together. My heart's with you. Go out and crush. Have an awesome day. Later.